314 on the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to revel in that just a little bit. You know, I was looking through the headlines today, just, you know, perusing the news, you know, just to see what's out there in case there's something I was missing. And obviously the latest attempt to revamp the healthcare system in the United States, the Graham-Cassidy plan, uh, is uh, getting flogged from all sides. And we'll see how that goes. I see uh, uh, South Dakota's two senators think it's a fine thing and they're going to vote for it. Uh, it. It might pass. I don't know. It seems seems like a train wreck, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, there'll be plenty of time to talk about that. Also, this uh, uh, Linda DeSanto, she's a state representative from Rapid City, and she's taken a lot of flack for what was a fairly offensive meme on Facebook with the uh, all lives splatter uh, mocking Black Lives Matter and raising serious issues of her judgment in the wake of the fatality at Charlottesville not so long ago. Uh, but, you know, I, those are, we'll, get, we'll have plenty of time to get to that stuff, and, and we will revisit both those topics so they're interest, of interest to me. But on any normal day, that would be rich fodder uh, for commentary on this show, but not today. Today we're going to celebrate a win for freedom, for liberty, for democracy in the best little city in America, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. That's because today, as I mentioned earlier, the South Dakota Supreme Court issued an opinion that says the city of Sioux Falls wrongly negotiated this secret settlement. Uh, Not so much negotiated, but secret that, you know, they, they, the fact that they sealed it and wouldn't make it public was a violation of our open records laws. And, uh, over the, you know, you remember the, uh, the warped and bubbling siding at the Denny Sanford premier center that caused all this. Uh, yes, good citizens of Sioux Falls, today is a day you should celebrate. It's a rare day in this state when the interests of the people win when it comes to transparency in government. Let's just review this case just quickly, if you don't know about it, if you just moved to town or you weren't paying attention. The Premier Center, uh, much needed, but in my opinion, poorly sited facility, opened in 2014. We built that baby for $115 million. Early on, there were questions about this bulging in the silver siding that covers portions of the exterior of the building. Uh, and, you know, I want to point out kudos to Bruce Danielson and Scott Arisman here. They take some heat for being uh, naysayers and, and uh, nabobs at City Hall, but they're the ones that press this issue as much as anybody. And in 2015, the city announced it had reached a settlement with the contractors for $1 million after they threatened to sue. And I think that's, you always have to remember that they threatened to sue, held a press conference saying they were going to sue over the siding never filed the paperwork because they came to an agreement. When I was at the Argus Leader, we requested the details of the settlement and were refused. Uh, Through this period, I was managing editor and news director. The Argus Leader, with lawyer John Arneson, sued. We did sue. We did file the paperwork, saying it was a violation of even our terrible open records laws. We lost. Uh, But we thought the... uh, the opinion and, and John Arneson thought the opinion at the circuit court level was flawed and we appealed to the Supreme Court and today the court said that we now they as the Argus leader media were right and the city illegally sealed that settlement what does that mean for you it means you will get to find out what happened to your money that's right your money in the end it's not an issue of who's at fault in terms of the siding. That's, that was never really the issue. 
Was the settlement fair? Was it enough? What were the criteria? These are simple answers that, for whatever reason, Mayor Mike Huther didn't think were any of your business. It's not just a media issue. The media represents the public's interest. You, as a citizen, should be able to walk into City Hall and get the same information that I can get. I want no special treatment as a member of the media. I want what is right, my right as a citizen. This mayor, this is a mayor who claimed he was going to have the most transparent administration in the history of Sioux Falls. It has been just the opposite. This is a mayor who bristles at every challenge to his authority, to his policies, or his decisions. This is a mayor who simply does not understand what open government actually means, who thinks he should not be challenged and seeks to undermine those who do so. This is a mayor who was caught investing his personal money, which he apparently has plenty of, in project development that required city approval. Development projects, you know, like uh, the, I think the one was an apartment complex, mixed-use facility. And then he sees nothing wrong with it, cannot comprehend why it's a conflict. Why? Because he doesn't have enough money? That he isn't properly compensated for being a public servant? There's plenty of time in life to invest. You get eight years to serve the public. Beyond the personal politics of Mike Huther, the personality of Mike Huther, this is truly a warning to public officials who would try to shroud their public actions behind some contrived veil of secrecy. Make no mistake, this was contrived. Why, I don't know. It's secrecy for secrecy's sake at some point with these things. As a state, we've spent the past few years discussing public corruption and ways to root it out. We passed a massive, if flawed in some ways, initiated law that was subsequently gutted by the legislature. Another measure, this time a constitutional amendment, is likely coming for the next election on the same topic. But I tell you that nothing, nothing fights corruption. Nothing fights the abuse of power. Nothing fights the manipulation of policy for private gain than open government. Now is the time to reform our laws. Open up our government at every level. We have the single worst open government laws of any state in our nation. The actions of the Huther administration are among the best evidence of this. But so is Gear Up. So is EB-5. And going back to the Janklo pardons. You remember that. When our governor abused power by granting secret pardons. We fought that one too. And we won. But we only got a portion of them. There are a lot of secret pardons out there. We'll never know. Make government emails public record. Eliminate the massive exceptions to the law that we did pass years ago, under which the Huther administration tried to seal this agreement. Those exceptions gutted the good efforts of the Attorney General's task force at the time. Go back to the original proposal. Go find it. Put that in place as a starting point and go from there. Open government is the single best thing we can do to combat these abuses. And they are abuses. 
There's an old phrase that power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. And it's true. When you give people authority, human nature is to abuse to abuse that power, to take advantage in bits and bites, nibbling at the edges until the individual freedoms begin to erode. Our liberties begin to erode. These fundamental freedoms that we hold so dear are guaranteed only by the efforts of people to examine what the government does. I don't care what your politics are. I don't care if you're liberal, conservative, libertarian, anarchist. I don't care. But you are all better served when your government is open. We think of these things as ethereal concepts, right? We use them in speeches. Freedom democracy, liberty. They just, they get thrown around like chaff in the wind. But they're real things. They are real things, concepts that we have developed to make sure that each one of us as individuals, as people, human beings, are allowed to live our lives free from tyranny, tyranny, authoritarianism, power-hungry politicians who seek to impose some version of their truth upon the rest of us only because it's what they think is right. These things are messy. Having your decisions challenged, having your style, your personality, your very being challenged in a public arena can be a painful experience. And I appreciate that many public leaders try to do the best thing and ultimately get frustrated by the constant challenges to what they're trying to do. I, I, I understand that, but there is no other way. I'm not going to trust my government to any one person. Whether that's Mike Uther, Dennis Dugard, Donald Trump, John Thune, Mitch McConnell, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi. I, I don't, none of them. You can't trust any individual to be the manager of government. Because given the opportunity, everybody will abuse power. And that's why we're here. That's why the media is here. That's why there are and should be laws that restrict what people can do under the guise of authority. And that's what happened here. This was an abuse of power. It was overstepping the bounds. It was using legal wrangling to try and hide public action. And that is wrong. When you give up those things, you give up your freedom, your self-determination, 
And then we're no better than anybody else. So, it's a good day, and I want to say congratulations to John Arneson, who was the lawyer here, who I know is a tireless and sometimes lonely voice for these principles. I want to say congratulations to Jonathan Ellis, who continues to fight for access to information. He'll be on this show later. And I want to say thank you to Bill Albrecht, who probably won't hear this, who's out in Ohio now, who, as my boss when all this started, backed and funded our efforts in the courts from the very beginning. And thank you to each one of those tireless journalists, those watchdogs at my former employer, the Argus Leader, who continue to try to do the good work. The citizens of Sioux Falls are a bit more free today because people still believe in these principles. That's the bottom line for today's P&L. Agree or disagree, you can email me at Patrick at KSOO. You can follow us on Twitter at P. Lally Show or KSOO on Facebook. Coming up after the news with Mr. Dan Peters, we're going to have the smart cyclist in for the weird friends, crosswalks and the cross season. See how I did that? This is the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO.